Welcome to the Gathering Strength Podcast. In this episode, we're going to celebrate this season of graduation because as we witness the young minds as they embark on their journeys, I feel this is a great time for introspection and growth. Now, this should prompt us to evaluate how did we do? We witness our children all year studying, putting in work overcoming adversity and obstacles to obtain their certificates, their degrees, their diplomas. Now, how did we do? Just because we are adults doesn't mean that our growth should have stopped once we completed our formal education. Now, in this episode, I'm going to be talking about how we can reflect on these moments and gather our strength to set ourselves for a more desirable port. After all, Seneca, he's the one who said that if you do not know which port you are sailing to, then no wind is favorable. I'm your host, Ruby Roop, and this is the Gathering Strength Podcast. Now, I find it interesting how us parents, we will provide all of the advantages that we can buy and give them to our kids. We want our kids to look good and have confidence. So we'll, we are willing to give them the Gucci shoes with the iPhones, with the best, the best of everything that our money can buy. We'll give them, like I said, the Jordans, the jeans, the, the accessories, the computers, all that stuff. We'll give them the best of everything that our money can buy. But the one thing that we can't buy and that we or at least a lot of us neglect to give our children is the best version of ourselves now i have thought about that and the reason why we don't give them the best version of ourselves is because that's hard that takes work and now the question that i ask to myself is now why would i want my child or why would I expect my child to get the grades to study to do all of that hard work that it takes to get their certificates or awards or recognition why would I expect them to do all of that and become their best version of themselves and why would I not do that for myself there's a philosophy that some parents abide by and that is do as I say not as I do now a parent is going to say hey do your work study hard try your best and if you fail that's all right keep going get back up dust yourself off and keep going now as a parent we need to ask ourselves do we do that when we are, are we doing our best Are we trying our best? Are we failing at something and not dusting ourselves off and not picking ourselves back up? Or are we just staying on the ground, defeated? Because the philosophy of do as I say and not as I do, unfortunately, that's not how that works. Our children are going to subconsciously pick up and learn from all of the things that we do as parents. Whether you want to admit it or not, they're watching us, 
They're watching how we deal with our stress. They're watching what we do when we come home after work. They're watching us and learning on how to deal with stress. How, how's dad coping with, with his daily stress? All right, so my dad comes home after work and he goes into the garage and he packs a bowl of his finest marijuana and he comes out baked. And then he goes into the kitchen and he, and he gets some ice cream. He puts on his workout clothes to languish on the couch in silent misery. Now, is that the example that you want to set for your kid now? Meanwhile, you're expecting your child to do their best, to work their hardest, and get all the grades. Meanwhile, you feel that it is all right for you to just put food on the table. You think that just as a parent, your duty is done when you get paid at the end of every week and you just provide food. Well, if you can't solve that problem of your low energy and regain that vigor for life and work on your own personal goals and dreams and aspirations, one of these days your kids are going to be your age and you are subconsciously setting the seeds for them to reap that harvest because they're human. They're going to be like, hey, you know what? What did my, what did my parents do when they came home after work tired? They crack open the beer and the blunt and the bong and did they just Netflix and chill? Hey, you know what? That sounds like, that, that seems easy enough. Let me just go to work, get paid my wage, whatever it is. Could be minimum wage, could be a million dollars a day. It doesn't matter. Money doesn't buy happiness. That's what my parents did. So I guess if that's good for them, then that's going to be good enough for me. Now, one of the proper descriptive words to, to identify and describe someone who says one thing, such as try hard, do your best, never give up, such as words that would be spoken by a good parent would be said to their children. And then they do the opposite of that. That's called a hypocrite. Do you want to be known as a hypocrite? Because one of these days, your children are going to grow up and they're going to be able to point out a duck because it looks like a duck and it walks like a duck. Must be a duck. Must be a hypocrite. Now, there are many different roles and jobs and duties that a good parent is responsible for. A good parent is a compassionate guide providing unwavering love and support while fostering independence and resilience in their children. They prioritize their child's well-being, actively listening and understanding their needs, dreams, and fears. A good parent nurtures a safe and nurturing environment, encouraging open communication and mutual respect. They lead by example, teaching essential values and morals. Above all, a good parent embraces the journey of parenthood with patience, empathy, and commitment to a lifelong learning and growth. Now, I think that one of the most important aspects is to lead by example. You're not going to be able to show or teach your kid 
all of the skills that are going to be necessary as it pertains to like a particular job or skill. There's just too many damn jobs and skills out there. And us parents, we're not going to know how to do it all. But I believe that one of the most primary things that we can teach our kids how to live a life is to take care of ourselves. And we need to do that by taking care of ourselves. And we're the most important thing that we can teach them is how to do that. And if we're not taking care of ourselves, how can we expect our kids to take care of themselves when they get older or even in the present moment? If us as parents, if if we're out of shape and fat and lazy, how can we expect our kids to have energy and have a zeal for life when we're just fat and miserable and broken spirited if we're not learning anything new how can we expect our kids now a parent plays a crucial role in shaping their child's values and behaviors expecting a child to do what's right while not demonstrating personal growth can be con contradictory and challenging Children are highly observant and often model their behavior based on what they see from their parents or caregivers. Therefore, a parent to effectively guide their child towards doing what's right, it is important for them to actively engage in their own personal growth and development. By demonstrating a commitment to self-improvement, learning from mistakes, and displaying consistent ethical behavior, a parent can lead by example and inspire their children to follow suit. Bruce Lee has a uh, famous quote and it says something along the lines of don't buy your kids the material possessions that you never had as a child because material possessions, they fade. Instead, teach them the knowledge that you were never taught. Knowledge never fades. And that's what we do as parents. We want to Buy them all the things that we were never given as children. We want them to have the Playstations, the Apple Watch, the gold chains, the the doohickeys and thingamabobs. We want them to have all that. But meanwhile, we don't teach them the knowledge that we never knew as a kid because maybe we're still blind to it. That is one thing that I want to encourage us parents is to continually learn and strive for what's better. Go ahead and accept yourself for your faults and your shortcomings and your inadequacies. That's all right. That just means you have work to do. But it is when we neglect to strengthen those things and accept our shortcomings for, hey, that's just how God made us. God made me to be weak. God made me to be blind and dumb and inadequate and dim and ultimately an imbecile yep that's how god made me that's how the universe made me i've been rubbing on this lucky rabbit's foot for three months and it's just not working might be time for some prayer and push-ups now here is three tips to effective effectively guide our children 
Number one, communication is key. Maintain open and honest communication with your child. Listen attentively, express understanding, and provide guidance without judgment. Encourage them to share their thoughts, concerns, dreams, fostering a strong parent-child bond. One of the things that I was never taught when I was a child that I'm trying to foster this habit into my son is reading and writing because there was a piece of advice that I learned and in the realm of your income potential, the better that you are able to read, speak, and teach, that is going to affect your income. So therefore, because I've learned that as an adult and that's something that I've come to realize, hey, that's how the world works. I am prompting my child and rewarding him to read more, and now he's journaling. Number two, set clear boundaries and expectations. Establish consistent rules and boundaries that promote safety, respect, and responsibility. Ensure ex- expectations are age-appropriate and clearly communicated, allowing your child to understand internal and internalize them. Rule number two is set clear boundaries and expectations. Establish consistent rules and boundaries that promote safety, respect, and responsibility. Ensure expectations are age-appropriate and clearly communicated, allowing your children to understand and, and internalize them. Number three is lead by example. Your actions speak louder than words. Model the behaviors, values, and attitudes you wish to instill in your child. Display empathy, honesty, integrity, and kindness, reinforcing positive qualities and providing a reliable compass for their own development. Now, because we are all human and we frequently fall short and trip and stumble on our own words, and we frequently fail to meet even our own standards, that's all right. We need to have that open communication with our children to let them know hey, it is all right to mess up. It is all right to fall short. But the right thing to do is to clean up the mess that you made, apologize for any of the damage or harm that you've done, and learn from your mistakes so that you are not perpetuating the cycle for months and months and months and years and years and years and ultimately decades because the small little daily things that you do over time they're either going to work for you and build you up to where they accumulate and create an asset or those small daily things that we do are going to slowly circle us around the drain down into the toilet bowl ultimately creating a downward spiral and having that Matthew effect work in not in our favor. That will do it for today's podcast episode. I hope that you can use this graduating ceremony time to reflect and give yourself a grade in every way that you can be measured. And hopefully you pass the class as well. If you did, go ahead and turn your your graduation ceremony tassel to the opposite side because you passed the test. If not, hey, don't worry. There's always summer school for you. Until next time, it's onward. Always onward.